I think at this point in my series of literacy lessons, I need to address the question of speaking. Of course, speaking comes before writing and reading in terms of the modalities of language acquisition. The first modality of language is listening, being able to hear and understand what is being said. But the next modality is speaking, communicating ideas, being able to express what we're thinking, what we're feeling to another person, and being confident about that. There are all kinds of people who have all kinds of issues when it comes to speaking. You hear stories about people who learned how to speak late because there were always adults around that could speak for them. You hear stories about young people who learn how to speak very young and never stop. They're too busy talking to listen. Each of those is a different situation. But I want to talk a little bit a little bit only about the whole idea of speaking and finding one's voice. It's one thing to be in a home with one or two other children. Then it's most seldom that a child doesn't find his or her voice. But in a large family, there are many children that, because they take longer to think through what they want to say, because they feel intimidated by others that grab the spotlight for a variety of different reasons, they just don't speak out. It's our job as classroom teachers to encourage each and every one of our students to find their voice in the classroom by encouraging them to speak out, to voice their opinion, to answer questions. It's one thing, though, to speak out. It's another thing to do it properly, to learn how to not yell, not say bad things, but to voice opinions or say what's on your mind or to respond properly to another person. I used to, and I'm going to here switch gears a little bit and talk about speaking properly. In order to write properly, in order for students to know how to write a proper sentence with proper grammar and so on, students have to hear proper speech. They have to hear how we talk English. And unfortunately today, it's becoming harder and harder. But that doesn't mean we should give up. It's our individual responsibility to encourage our students to hear good language. That's one reason why I always read good books to my students. 
because by forcing them to listen to a story, they're listening to language used to the best of the writer's ability. The best kind of language comes out of the best books for children. I've been reading a couple of them because I want to read some to my grandchildren. But there is a huge difference between books that have stood the test of time and children return to over and over and over again because they read well. You hear good language. You hear good vocabulary. And then if you hear good vocabulary, you use good vocabulary. If you hear good grammar, you use good grammar. I remember for years, my students would say, Dr. S or Mr. S, Dr. S, my mother and me. And I would look at my students and I would say, I'm sorry, but I don't know who you're talking about. And they would look at me like I'm crazy. But if they had had any bit of proper education, they would go, oh, my mother and I, bingo. I used to take the time to stop my students and make sure they spoke correctly. Now, why do I do that? Because if students don't hear good language, they won't use good language. If they use good language, they'll write good language. And just like I was saying before in an earlier session about writing properly, if students hear proper language, they're more likely to write proper language. There are times, of course, when proper language isn't important, generally speaking. But there are times when it's important to be able to express oneself in language that is correct. If you think about it, at some point in time, most of our students will have to go for a job interview. And when you're in a job interview, what standards do the people who are watching you to interview you have to think about when it comes to whether or not they want to hire you? One of those standards is definitely how well you speak, especially if you're going to be involved in communicating with other people. All of us want people who can express themselves properly, who know how to talk properly to fill the jobs that need to be filled. <clears throat> Sorry. That's not going to happen unless... unless I want to conclude what I was saying before. For those of you that are actually going to listen to this, the first half of this video and the second half of this video are merged because my screen froze. <clears throat> so I want to address why this is important when we talk about literacy. 
You'll remember that I said at the very beginning that our definition and our understanding of literacy has changed over time. At one time, all literacy was, was being able to read and understand, to be able to write properly, to be able to answer questions properly. But today, literacy has to be more than that. Literacy has to include the ability to say what's on our mind and express that to somebody else. If we're going to be a society where we function at a high level of creativity and politics and economics, we have to be able to express ourselves. If we can't express ourselves, we're going to be left behind. Brings to mind somebody who talked to me after a job interview. I remember being interviewed for the job of vice principalship. We're going back a long time. And afterwards, the wife of the person who went for the interviews along with me said, oh, Howard, you have no problem. You have the gift of gab. When I think about it, that's not such a stretch. I didn't get the job. I didn't get picked. But that's not because I didn't know how to express myself. It was because there were other issues involved. But if you go for a job interview, you need to be able to express yourself properly. And to be a more literate society, to be a society in which people accomplish things and get things done and create and sell and convince, we need to be able to not just read properly, but we need to be able to speak properly too. If you think about all the politics that's going on right now, the politics depends upon people being able to say what they believe and say it convincingly. There are more than a few jobs that require us to work in teams, collaboratively. And if we can't collaborate orally, if we can't share our ideas, then people aren't going to want to work with us. They want people who will work with us who can say what's on their mind and say it effectively. And that's where speaking is so important. We need to encourage our students to be able to say what's on their mind, to express themselves properly in proper sentences, and to be able to convey ideas that then might be written down and read by others or heard by others and considered as to whether they're good or not. Speaking is as important as writing and reading when it comes to literacy.